Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 74. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the Word of God that He's put on my heart to share with you. Um, I apologize that if you looked at the podcast and you see that the Wednesday night service um, that was supposed to be pre-taped and for you guys available last night um, they told me it did tape but then something happened to and it got lost so we apologize for that we'll try to come back to that maybe next week or we'll do an extra podcast or something where it can be recorded and give it to you the service um, we'll see what happens um, so I like to apologize for that. It was a good, good lesson in the Lord, and but it is what it is. There's not much we can do. Technology does things, and we don't know if someone accidentally hit the re-erase button or what. They did a tape, but then it disappeared. So it is what it is. But we are going to continue in our new Bible study that we've been doing here on the weekly. Part of the podcast is why we need the Bible, and we're going to talk about today. The Bible speaks to individuals. That's what we're going to share with today. And then, right, but before we do that, we're going to have our song. Um, God is able for, and the new modern one, and then. I think we might have did it this week already, but God is speaking. So God's songs are God's songs, and it teaches us. So, And then we're going to have our prayer request segment, and then pray. And then we're going to have our closing remarks of what God's put on our hearts. So I'm going to send you over now to the worship. We'll, I mean, to, to start playing the worship. God is able.
God is able. And let me tell you something, saints. He is able if we allow Him to do it. He only fails if we choose not to listen to Him or or we jump the gun and try to do things ourselves or we don't give Him the time that to get it done. Because we're humans of beings that we want it done and we want it done now. <clears throat> but we will, if we look back and trust Him, we will find that God had a plan all along. But we're going to go now to the Bible study. And as I was talking to you in the opening, we're talking why we need the Bible. And the first thought is was an overview because the, the Word of God is authoritative of Scripture. And it went, we studied different parts of the what we're going to be studying. Yesterday's, we were talking about how the Word of God provides us moral and judgment. And actually, we kind of we kind of continued that discussion Thursday, Wednesday night, Bible study, but unfortunately you guys didn't get it because things went crazy with the system. But we're going to talk about the Bible speaks to individual, individually, or in the individuals. Now it means it speaks to our morals, it speaks to our, you know, different ways, but it also speaks to us personally. All right, and the, the verse that we're going to share that we're going to talk about is Psalms one nineteen verse ninety eight. It says that though thou my commandment has made me wiser, though thou thy commandment has made me wiser, and then my enemies, and for they are ever with me. And then to read the King James Version is, Our com Your commands are always with me and make me wiser than my enemies. And that verse is going to cover everything that we're going to be talking about today. But the introduction here of the Bible speaks to individuals through this Bible study introduction. It says, The Word of God is full of value. Guidance how you okay how would you find these things unless you seek them out so you wouldn't know if the bible is guidance to you or seeking to you without reading the word of god so if we want to find out what the bible says about how it speaks to us we got to let god's word speak to us as we seek it out and read it Okay, this lesson's going to emphasize Bible study as we interact with it, it on a personal level. It's going to establish us and provide wisdom for our lives. His word directs us in ways as we in, interact it, with it. It will provide sweet nourishment for our souls when we study it. As you read this lesson, this Bible study, think about the importance of meditating on, on the Bible in your personal life and how you should engage in the world of an individual level. Okay? The first thought we're going to look at here today is called 
God's word forms us. God's word forms us. Okay? It speaks to the challenges God people face while walking with him. Now we on that in other words, we're all gonna have the storms of life come upon us. And if we are if we are avid readers of the word, which we're gonna find out a little bit more later, we're gonna find out that the Bible is going to help and comfort you in these times. But you got to decide to act and have faith on what God is telling you when he's speaking to you. Now, I talked a few days ago about how my wife gets up at 5 o'clock in the morning and reads the word of God. And well, it takes you about, about an hour, what you do. She prays, half too. Well, half hour, and she prays, too. And sometimes she goes back to bed, and sometimes she stays up. But I'm sure... It, she don't have to say it on the air, but you cannot. I'm sure it teaches you something about what's going to happen in the past or in your life today, right? It does prepare you, right? Mm-hmm. See, the Word of God, she's kind of shy not to get on the air. And I know sometimes in the podcast she speaks and she forgets that she got recorded. But uh, but that's what we need to do, okay? We need to utilize it and trust God's Word, Okay? The word can produce blessings that stabilize our lives, causing us to reject evil. So now, it personally will stabilize your life and show you where the evil is attacking you, or the devil's attacking you, or maybe the sins that you are doing, and he wants you to reject those sins or that evil and start living right. Okay, and asking God to forgive you. Okay. It spells out the contrast between Okay. God's word spells out the contrast between those who walk with God and those who live in sin. It shows us. It draws us a map of what to do and what we can't do. Okay? Now, this is simply means taking a moment to ponder perhaps silently the significance of the word and how it applies to your life. So when you're reading the word, you don't want the attitude of this, okay, I did my time, I read it, even if it's that cafeteria style, or you maybe you did your devotion. You want to think about how this word is applying to your life today. You gotta let God speak to you through His Word, through the Holy Spirit. Alright? And it says, All who delight in the Word find stability. You're like a tree planted securely alongside a nourish of constant provision. Or like the book of Psalms says, which I believe is in uh, chapter 1 or chapter 2 telling us we're like a tree planted by the water. And reading the word waters that tree. It waters and nourishes you. Just like it's an oncoming provision for this tree beside the water. The word of God is a thing to nourish you. And that's why a lot of preachers and even me see the word of God as your spiritual 
food. You know, they're showing this kind of like a liquid, but as a spiritual food to nourish you and help you sustain and keep living for God. Okay? Now, the mockers of the word are far different. Compare them to, the Bible compares them to chaffs or outer layers of wheat kernel that is blown away by the wind and on the thrusting floor. And now, you ever see those old westerns? Especially if you watch a show that me and my wife likes to watch called... What is it called? Um, Gunsmoke. And every once in a while, you'll see, on a windy day, you'll see this old bushy-like type tree push up and blow right across the wind or across the road, right? Or across the scene. And apparently that thing died and it moved on. Because it's not getting the nourishment that it needs. If you don't eat the Word of God, or not physically eat the Word of God, but if you don't read the Word of God, you don't let it nourish you, you don't let it give you provision, you could fall prey to the mockers, like the mockers of the Word, and you could become unuseful, and you could backslide. Okay? So, get into the Word and stay nourished up. If we don't eat in life after we lose our weight, I mean, I could stand to miss some meals. And uh, But, you know, praise the Lord that I'm not going to do that and He's going to help me in other ways to do that. Because I wouldn't want to die of starvation. Okay? But that's what we're doing when we're not reading the Word. We're starving our spirit to serve God. Okay? Now, the ungodly person is crushed under the burden of sin because they don't know how or just don't want to ask God to forgive them. As a result, he or she will not be able to stand among God's people and ultimately experience judgment. In other words, when the rapture takes place and we're all called for God we're going to find out that the ones that mocked God, the ones that didn't study the word were lukewarm Christians, we're going to find the ones that just did not believe God and didn't want to take the chance, they found out where it sent them and it wasn't with God's people they were sent to the lake of fire a brimstone with the devil because they did not get their life right. So this is why the Bible speaks to us. Okay? And it speaks to us and the first thought to form us. To get us to live a way, a guideline to live for God. The second thought we're going to talk about today, we're getting into, is God's words directs us. Okay? We know God uses his word to teach us how to live and get nourishment but now we're going to re- we're going to find out how God's word directs us okay knowing the word as well as understanding it meaning this includes neutralizing 
and putting it into practice. Okay? Through obedience. Okay? Now that the Word formed you, now that the Word of God formed you, now we got to stand and neutralize it and use it. Okay? We got to start reading it. Just like we already said, we got to start studying it. We got to start putting it into practice. Okay? How can young people stay pure, living according to the commandments of the Scripture? However, out, outward of obedience grow from one's heart. Right doing is a result of right thinking, of cultivating godly values and desires. Well, the answer to that question is this young person has to get into the Word, let it form him or her, and start living it practically. Now, that's an interesting thing for a young person because most young people don't want to do that unless they're Christians. And that's why the Bible tells us that we need to be yoked to people that are in the right thinking. So young people need to go to where God is and where other youth people are serving God too. And let me tell you something, saints. When I started serving the Lord, I came in about the t my tenth grade year in the uh, serving God, and I was still able to be a part of the youth and the youth teaching, and the experience I had with that youth group I will never forget. Okay, the teaching was right on, um, and everything, and we all did the youth stuff together. You know, we went out to Babalo when it was still around. A lot of you guys now, might be kids listening, don't know what Babalo is. Uh, some of you that listen from around the world may not know what Babalo is. It's a theme park where, like, uh, like I had rides, but it it was in Canada and uh, it got shut down and and everything. But you from the states, you took a boat ride over to Canada, got into Babalo. Uh, you went around and spent all day there and then you get back on the boats and they bring you home. But we did this as a youth group with the same kind of thinking and matters. Now, can, can, can our human sides get in the way? Yes. But when God is being provided inside of a certain thing, and you're doing things with like-minded people, you're going to find your life is going to be easier to live by the scriptures as you're reading. In other words, teens, don't get into things that are with non-Christians. But wait a minute, Pastor Ron, my best friend is a non-Christian. Okay. There's nothing wrong with hanging out with that friend. But... Because God tells us we know Jesus went and ate with the sinners. Okay? Well, hey amen, Pastor Ryan. My friend ain't a sinner. Well, if he's not got God into his heart, he's considered a sinner. Or her. 
okay? Well, if you, young people, if you're listening to this, it's good for you to spend time with him, but it's also good for you to make sure you stay in tune with people with the light and precious faith. Is that a fair state? All right? Because you want to spend time with people that know the Lord and want the same things you do. God might use you to bring that person to church. Okay? So I'm not saying that you need to stand away from them. But if they're causing problems in your life, like getting you in trouble with the law, or at school, or stuff, maybe that friend's not worth being around. Okay? That's what I'm trying to say. You've got to have the same kind of values and try to be by the same kind of people with those values. Okay? Now, Christians must prepare young people or old for times when their purity and holiness are challenged. When scripture is hardened, hidden within their hearts. It read readily available to provide the help they need. One practical way of doing this is reading the word and memorizing it. And that would help you when you're around your secular friends. Because God wants you to be a light to your friends. But you do got to spend time with people in your own pressure like faith. And that's why it's important to at least go to church services when you can I mean at least most church services are only churches are only open once a week now or twice a week and you should make a point to try to get to it but sometimes we gotta work so if you get to church at least once a week you're doing good in these days now that might be a strange thing to hear from a pastor but sometimes things go now where you got to work and do things on Sunday now, right? But the point is, as long as you're putting God first and you're making an attempt to go to church, you're going to be okay. Okay? We need to study the Word intently and apply the teachings to ourselves to stay strong in good times and hard times. Okay? And that's how the Word of God directs us. Okay, you need to start living it. You need to start being living it, hanging with people that are believing the same values and way you are. But don't give up your old friends. Just don't spend as much as you used to time with them. Or witness to them and try to get them to go to church. That's how I got into church, actually. My grandma took me around for years. And I would go, like, maybe out of the month, two times out of the month when I came up there or she came down to visit us. And, story story short, yeah, you know, my grandma opened up the seat, the door of doing it. But it was one of my friends that I happened to go down to visit him and he it would happen to be a Wednesday night, and which was the youth I was talking about. He had he was going to church. His grandma talked to him into going to church while they were staying, and he made a commitment to go while she was up staying. They were going. Grandma was going to be up for 
about a month, month and a half from up north. She came down. So he asked me and my another friend if we wanted to go. We both said, well, and he looked at it and says, you're going. <laughs> and I use that story as my witness because I hesitate. I knew the way, but, you know, so I went home and I got dressed in my very best clothes. Um, uh, the grandma, we went back down. The grandma picked us up. We went. And, the, you know, his, his step-grandma, I mean his, not step-grandma, his great-grandma, and that's who was visiting, and his regular grandma and his grandpa on uh, his mom's side picked us up. We went. He went a couple weeks with me, and then he got a job. But then he says, I'm not going to go anymore because i got to work on Wednesdays. I kept going with their grandma. And eventually, I got my license. And eventually, I got to be able to use my mom and dad's car. And eventually, it grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. And I stayed with the Lord. But he got me started. Unfortunately, he backslid. But then we started trying to get them back again. But then he backslid. But let me tell you something, saints. We need to try to witness to people and bring them to the church. Okay? Okay. So the Word of God directs us. Now it says the Word of God informs us. Now wait a minute, Pastor Ron. Isn't direct and inform the same thing? Yes and no. And you'll see why as we study this. In scripture, the definition of wisdom includes the ability to understand the surrounding world and respond in a correct and godly way. The wise person knows and follows God's righteous commands. See? It informs us how to live right in this world. Okay? God's word is not the kind of wisdom held by his enemies, nor is the type of wisdom confirmed coming from a person simply by virtue of being a teacher or an elder. Godly wisdom is unique, bringing discernment between good and evil. It helps the person grow strong in righteousness and obedience. So there's a difference. It teaches how to live, but also the Bible teaches us how to go beyond that and informs us how to live with his ultimate wisdom because God's word is a living word I believe and speaks to us right am I saying it's an audible voice to us no but God's word through the Holy Spirit speaks to us wisdom gleans by the word helps believers reject evil just as he or she has embraced the good scripture provides the tools needed to identify and responds to proper, properly to evil and tempts us. It helps us to reject evil and it helps us how to reply when the evil come by telling the devil in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you devil, go back to hell where you belong. See, if we didn't read the word of God, we wouldn't know we had that power to do that. His word still enriched enriches our lives in countless ways as we listen to its teachings and abide by its precepts. His word still enriches our lives in countless ways as we listen to his teaching 
and abides by his precepts. And how do we end this? All of this at one time? The word of God is greatly beneficial to our lives as we take important scriptures seriously and read the last part of the other one. His word still enriches our lives countlessly in ways as we listen to his teaching and abide by his precepts. It will teach us, help us be informed, and help us live and help us form the way God wants us to live. And that's how we need to use the Bible is speaks to individuals. So, praise the Lord or own me. Now, let me tell you, there's some times that we don't want. There's some times that we don't want to be corrected, do we? We don't like to be told we're wrong. But we need to let God and the Word of God do this for us so we can meet the ultimate goal of making it to heaven. Now, we're going to go into our prayer and quest segment and then we're going to pray and I'm going to um, name list everything that needs to be prayed about and then we're going to pray all at one time Um, I know I've asked this before if you got a pen and paper get it out write these names down write their knees down and pray for them through the week because ultimately the day broadcast is ended today we will do a Sunday night podcast Along with Sunday night service, which would be me preaching and the and worship, um, and I'll make sure this time it don't get um, something happen. We we'll make sure the equipment's working right because it's working right today. But so <clears throat> we've been praying for my dad. His name is James Weaver. He's got an aneurysm on his aorta. We need to pray that God either makes it disappear or don't let it grow. For my mom, for her back, she's got arthritis in her back and she's got some problems with it. And then for my cousin Margaret, she's got two unspoken, she's got an unspoken and then a problem going on with her her brother, just like my wife does. With her brother, it's a little bit different, but it's, they're not talking right now, but some of it wasn't over the estate like it is with my wife's brother. But they both are got some issues going on with their brothers and and she needs to they both need to forgive and come back to each other um, but the issues going on with my wife is over the estate and her brother's not being kind but anyways we're going to be that's for prayer for that too but when we get to it um, for our friend Lloyd he's got cancer we did get a progress report on him. He is doing better. And then he got COVID. So we need to pray that everything works well there. Um, for my friend Sean, he's got two unspokens. Plus the mom's hip recovery. Um, for my brother-in-law and my my wife and us, as the estate house has been sold. And the estate be split up the way it's supposed to be where there's no problems and for the unspoken of of different ministry God is birthing in me one of them some of these things are going on now one of these was the podcast and being extended to the services of the church and regular services of the church 
So we need prayer for that. Then for my cousin Sharon and her family. And then for my cousin Lori and things going on in her life. And for my blood pressure. I got some issues that need to be. I need to see the doctor. We need to pray that the weather <coughs> don't get as bad as it did as they're talking about so I don't have to cancel it because I really do need to get into the doctor but it's a drive that I gotta go to it's like an hour and a half drive and with the weather they're talking about we're not sure but we're planning on it but we need prayer that my blood pressure we find out what's going on then for my aunt Denise for her surgery coming up and for her back it's bothering her and then for my grandma for praying for her legs to work a little bit better and her eyes and her ears to work better so that she can have a little bit more happier life and feeling useful. So let's pray for these things all at once. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to take a call at Heaven's altar and we just ask you, Lord, to bless all these requests and we ask you to answer them. Lord, you are the great physician. You are the great doctor. You are the great designer. We just ask you to go through and touch all these needs and heal them and fix them and help them in every area that needs to be done. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. And I'm going to close with you with that benediction for our daily use. And this is the benediction I'm going to bless over you right now. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that the Lord your labor is not in vain. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight, And I bless, they say that over a prayer and blessing over you right now in the name of Jesus I ask. Amen. And I want you to read this over your families today. I want you to read it over your in your prayers today if you don't read it over them pray it over them and I want you to start working on this because I guarantee you that you will have victory in your life with this so the, the scripture today's is 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight, but the rest of them we're going to continue doing this so you don't you don't have a pen you don't have to write them down or you can get a pen and write them down as you list, listen to this part of the podcast or you can just write them down later it's numbers 6 24 through 26 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty eight, Ephesians three seventeen through 19 Hebrews thirteen twenty to 21 and 1 Thessalonians five twenty three to 24 but on that note um, I want you to join me Sunday night at six o'clock for God six o'clock right God's internet church pod, uh, online service um, sorry I just got a lot of dates and stuff going on so I'm making sure that that everyone is telling me we've got a lot going on here but it's going to be six o'clock this Sunday and we're going to be sharing time of worship and a time of preaching or the way God leads but on that note, I'd like to say, see you then. God bless you. Have a blessed week. Have a Be kind to one another. Love one another. And help one another. Especially in times. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver. I'd like to say God bless you. And have a blessed weekend.